everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. And now it's time for today's newest premium member shoutouts. First of all, I'd like to say a big hello to Zachary and Jillian from Barracliffe Manor in New York. Quinn Rhodes in San Marcos, Texas. Ben and Maddie from Massachusetts, USA, who love listening to short stories for kids whenever they're in the car. Hi, guys! It can be pretty tough to find a holiday gift that will keep your child excited long after the day they open it. With a KiwiCo subscription, you're giving so much more than a toy. They'll get a season of discovery and experiences delivered straight to their door. Each box is kid-approved by a crew of kid testers to ensure they're age-appropriate and seriously fun. My son received his robots encoding pack last week, and he loves it. He's literally spent hours programming the robots, solving the puzzles, and learning about the mechanics of it all. The moment of pride and accomplishment at the end of a KiwiCo project sparks creative confidence for ongoing tinkering and experimentation. Give awesome this holiday season with KiwiCo. Get your first month of any crate line free at kiwico.com slash short stories. That's your first month free at kiwico.com slash short stories. And now it's time for today's story request. Hi, Lucy. We are Bubba and Benny from Utah, and we listen every night before bed. We would love a story about a puffin and a tiger who go on an epic adventure with us, and we all become friends. Lots of people dream of going on an epic adventure, but if truth be told, most people don't. Instead of a magical quest full of danger and excitement, they live everyday, ordinary lives. Which was what Bubba and Benny thought they were living. Nothing terribly exciting happened where they lived in Utah, so instead, they got their adventures from bedtime stories, much like this one. It was not long after one such story when they both should have been asleep with their heads on their pillows, that Bubba realized there was a light on, what should have been his dark bedroom. Poking his head above the covers, he could see that the light was coming from the outline of a square on his floor. That shouldn't be there, he thought, wondering what it could be. As he watched, the square tipped upwards like a trapdoor, and a tiger poked his head out. Is this the castle of the Goblin Queen? asked the tiger, looking around Bubba's room. Ah, uh, said Bubba, beginning to think he might be dreaming. I don't think so. Oh, bother and blast, said the tiger, looking frustrated. Well, is it the castle? asked another voice. Now a puffin appeared beside the tiger. Are we there yet? Well, it seems we must have taken a wrong turn somewhere, said the tiger. We'll have to go back a bit and try again. At that moment, 
Benny stepped into Bubba's room, rubbing his eyes. Hey, what's all the noise? He asked. Um, why is there a tiger and a puffin on your floor, Bubba? Oh, uh, don't mind us, said the puffin. We're just going. But wait, what is it that you're doing? Bubba asked urgently. He couldn't just let them go. I mean, it's not every day a puffin and a tiger accidentally visit, and he wanted to know why. Well, we're on an epic adventure, said the tiger, to stop the evil goblin queen. Oh, oh yes, she's quite nasty, said the puffin. She particularly hates birds like me. She, she likes to pull our feathers off. And she doesn't like tigers much either, said the tiger. She likes to make all her clothes from our stripy skins. Oh, that's horrible, said Benny. Oh, you think that's bad, added the puffin. Wait until you see what she does to children. She shrinks them down to the size of beetles and keeps them in jars. Oh, she can't do that, said Bubba angrily. That's not very nice at all. Yeah, agreed Benny. She sounds really mean. Hey, uh, you guys should join us, said the puffin. What? Now? asked Bubba. Sure, said the puffin. No time like the present. Bubba and Benny looked at each other and shrugged their shoulders. Yeah, okay then, let's do it. And so, still dressed in their PJs, they climbed down through the doorway, which closed gently behind them, leaving not a trace on the bedroom floor. Bubba and Benny found themselves in a corridor with walls carved from rock. Beside them was the ladder that they had just climbed down from a wooden door in the ceiling. Where are we? asked Benny. We're in the Palace of Infinite Palaces, said the tiger. Is that Utah? asked Bubba. The puffin laughed. <laughs> kind of. Well, well, it's everywhere, which means if you find the right door, you can go anywhere. It's just a little hard to find your way around, admitted the tiger. We've got a bit lost. But we're sure the correct door is around here somewhere, the puffin said confidently. Okay, said Bubba. So let's try another door. The first door they went through took them to a land where giant mushrooms towered over everything and a hungry caterpillar the size of a school bus was munching on everything he saw. Is this the right place? asked Benny, concerned that the caterpillar had noticed them and was licking his lips. Nope, said the puffin. The second door they went through led them into a jungle where an army of gorillas in steely blue armor captured them and locked them up in bamboo cages. They only escaped when Bubba taught the gorillas a song he'd learned, and they were so delighted with it that they granted their prisoners their freedom. Is this the right place? asked Bubba, as they made a hasty retreat from the armored apes. Nope, said the puffin. The third door they tried took them to a land of purple rock, 
where giant robots fought one another with swords made of diamond. Although the boys, the tiger and the puffin was so small that the giant robots didn't pay them any attention. They nearly got stepped on twice and had to run away quickly. Is this the right one? shouted Benny over his shoulder. Nope, yelled the puffed out puffin. The fourth door took them to an enchanted forest where tiny fairies groomed a beautiful unicorn's mane. The unicorn insisted they stay and have their hair and feathers groomed too. Oh, it was so enjoyable that they nearly all fell asleep. Fortunately, the tiger realized it was all an illusion. When he smelt the foul stink of a wicked witch, she'd cast a spell so that travelers thought she was the unicorn and her buzzing minions were the fairies. The tiger chased the witch up a tree as the rest of them made their escape. Is this the right place? asked Benny as they raced for the door. Nope again, said the puffin. The fifth door dropped them beside a river where they took a rowing boat out onto a large lake where pirates tried to capture them. Luckily, the pirates were all mice and so their ship was too small to catch their rowing boat. Is this the right place? asked Bubba as the tiny mouse cannons fired peas at them. Still nope, said the puffin. The sixth door had a T-Rex waiting behind it with its mouth open. They quickly slammed the door shut and all of them shouted, nope. The seventh door opened into a hot kitchen where a bear was making pizza. Her cubs were assisting by chopping vegetables, grating cheese, and filling pizza boxes. It was so busy in the kitchen that the bear didn't even look at the intruders in her kitchen properly and just assumed they were there to collect an order. She thrust three full pizza boxes into Bubba's arms and pushed them back through the door. Was that the right place? asked Benny, sniffing in the lovely aroma of pizza. Nope, said the puffin. The eighth door they tried was much more promising. There was a towering castle made of dark stone, and it was covered in moss and twisting vines. Is this the right place? asked Benny, hopefully. Hmm, could be, said the puffin. They crept up to the castle's doorway that was guarded by an enormous sleeping dragon. Who dares enter the castle of the Goblin Queen? grumbled the dragon, barely bothering to open one eye. Um, said the puffin nervously. Uh, said the tiger quietly. We're here to deliver pizza, said Baba, holding up the boxes. Oh, that smells good, said the dragon, now fully awake. Have you got a spare slice for me? Sure, said Benny, and fished out a large slice of pepperoni from Bubba's top box. While the dragon feasted, the four of them slipped into the castle. They had to repeat the trick with a goblin guard in the inner courtyard and with the goblin queen's chamberlain outside of the throne room. Fortunately, everyone seemed to love pizza. The throne doors swung open and the puffin, the tiger, Bubba and Benny went inside. The room was tall and dark, 
lit with strange candles that glowed with a green fire. And there, on the throne itself, sat the evil goblin queen, draped in clothes made of tiger skins. Who dares disturb me in my throne room? she shrieked. I'll have your toes pickled and your noses squished for daring to bother me. Pizza delivery, said Benny cheerfully. Ooh, pizza, squealed the Goblin Queen, suddenly forgetting about her outrage. Oh, I just adore pizza. And she snatched the boxes from Bubba's hands. Oh, you know, you're lucky that you're pizza delivery people, she said. Oh, why's that? asked the Puffin. Because otherwise I'd pluck out all your feathers, she said as she selected a heavily loaded slice and popped the entire piece into her huge goblin mouth in one go. But me and my brother don't have feathers, stated Bubba. We'd be all right then. (laughs) Not a chance, she cackled. I'd shrink you down to the size of beetles and keep you in a jar for the rest of your lives. And as she said this, She selected a second slice and swallowed that one whole, too. Well, I'm glad I'm just a tiger, said the tiger innocently. And a good-looking one, too, smirked the Goblin Queen as she picked up a third slice. If you weren't delivering my pizza, I'd have you made into a new coat by bedtime. She opened her mouth wide and concentrated on dropping the slice inside, which meant she wasn't watching the tiger. It leapt towards the throne, claws out and teeth bared, and gobbled up the Goblin Queen in a single bite, just like the Goblin Queen swallowing pizza slices. It was all over so quickly that Bubba and Benny almost missed it. We did it! cheered the puffin, running around in circles while doing a feathery dance. Wow, that was amazing, said Bubba, watching the tiger, who was now sat on the throne and licking his paw. Awesome, added Benny. But does that mean we have to go home now? Oh, yes, I suppose so, said the puffin. This epic adventure is now at an end. Well, not quite, said the tiger. What do you mean? Baba asked. Well, I'm not exactly sure how we find our way back to your bedroom, the tiger admitted. Oh, yes, said the puffin. There was a lot of corridors and doors. However, instead of looking sad, Baba was grinning from ear to ear. So you know what this means, he said. Benny looked at his smile and couldn't help smiling, too. Yeah, I think so, he nodded. We're going to have to go on another epic adventure. The End